Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Help me to find my identity. Many Christians are uncertain as to where they stand with God, especially since the war between Israel and Hamas started over a month ago. In today's discourse, I want us to understand the heart of God as it relates to you. The nation of Israel is a Jewish state, and in terms of the Bible, they are God's chosen people. Their relationship with God dates back to the times of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What is interesting is that the Bible teaches that the people we call Jews are God's chosen people. In Exodus 3, when God and Moses had their meeting by the burning bush, God said to Moses, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. Exodus 3 and verse 7. It gets more interesting. Some days after the crossing of the Red Sea, God had another conversation with Moses. Listen to what he said. Then Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain and said, This is what you are to say to the descendants of Jacob, and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt, and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my commandment, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. Exodus 19.3-6 Fast forward to when Jesus was born, he was given the name Jesus and the meaning was told to Joseph. Mary's husband, before the birth of the child, he shall save his people from their sins. Hmm. What happened? Jesus was born in a Jewish culture and by blood he is Jewish. So did he come only for the Jews? He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who, be, to those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. John 1 verses 11 to 13. Paul later presents a beautiful account of that. First of all, he made the point that if someone becomes a Christian, they are now a member of God's family, not by birth or ethnicity, but because they are born again. In Galatians 3, we see a deeper understanding of that. Understand then that those who have faith are children of Abraham. Scripture foresaw that God would justify the Gentiles by faith and announced the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. So those who rely on faith are blessed along with Abraham, the man of faith. Verses 7 to 9 of Galatians 3. Then he continues, and, what you and when you read verse 16, you get a closer understanding or a clearer understanding of God's heart towards the world. The promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed. Scripture does not say, and to seeds, meaning many people, but and to your seed, meaning one person who is Christ. <laughs> so what does that mean? Let me invite you to jump over to Ephesians 2. But, but there is one thing I want to point out. On one side are the Jews, God's chosen people, and on the other side are Gentiles, people who were not born Jewish. 
He said that there was a time when Gentiles were excluded from the citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Let's go on. Verse 14, for he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two groups, thus making peace and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you Gentile are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also member of his household. The Gentile Christian and the Jewish Christians are now one group in God's kingdom. It doesn't make the Gentile Christian Jewish. What it does rather is that as a Christian, God has brought you into this special community called the Bride of Christ, the church, or as Peter so bravely states it, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. First Peter 2 verses 8 through 10. My brother and sister, the promise that God made to Abraham has been extended to all of us who have expressed faith in Jesus. So God has one simple message for you, my Christian friend. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Galatians 3 verses 26 to 29. So now you know who you are. You are 100% a member of the family of God.